Welcome to Ipsy Weird. Nice, smooth, consistent fadeaway. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. They're always different every time. Uh, I feel like on this particular instance, you should have just shot it straight down. Just don't even fade it, it. Just slam it down. Yeah. I mean, Intro's I, over. I think it's uh, COVID part four. It just you can you can definitely hear the cut and then the. I wouldn't know. I, I didn't hear. I wasn't there for the intro for that. Weird thing. Like I was looking at the, uh, the you know the numbers because I can't help myself. The the two podcasts that do the best, they they're constantly every day getting at least one download or one look, is don't feed the podcasters. Okay. Which is a bad episode. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah. And train wreck, which is the episode I cry in. Yeah. Wait, did you keep that in? Yeah. You kept that whole part in? Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't even realize. I think most, I probably cut out a couple things of it, but. I didn't even realize. Yeah. Uh, the, the two, what I can seem like the bad episodes, like, oh, I hope, ignore these, we'll get better, are the ones that constantly keep getting fucking downloads. That's crazy. Maybe we should work off of that. Cry some more. Yeah, did you start crying? Yeah, like right I mean, here. I'm ready to cry. Let's go. I'll, I'll, I, what do I need to do to pull it out of you? Tell me I'm a loser. You're a loser. <laughs> um, yeah, that's crazy. Um, damn, now I'm all in like now I'm in my head thinking like how do we uh, how do we capitalize on this? Capitalize on you sad, know fat boy. S- speaking of capitalizing things, we're gonna use this to segue into the next point. Um, there is something wrong with our planet, with the people on our planet. Well, I've been saying that for a while. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean. Let's make it even more apparent. This isn't even going to be news anymore by the time this is out, but this is news right now. Yeah, I didn't even hear about any of this. Like, I'm so out of the loop on things that, like, when you're like, dude, did you fucking hear about that? I'm like, no, man, I don't pay attention, apparently. But apparently it's fucking, like, internet-breaking news or some shit. Well, yeah, I mean, who the fuck spends $100,000 on a goddamn chicken nugget? And it's like, it's because it's shaped like an Among Us character? It's yeah. Like, it's like, like, I've read one that had a description of, like, among Us character with the backpack, and you're like, no, that's an extra piece of fucking oh, yeah. batter on the side. Yeah, and then there's the, um, it's called the BTS box or something like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not entirely familiar with what it is, but it's something like they, it's like they give you two new sauces or something to try it with, or I don't know. I have no fucking clue. But, dude, I'm just saying, if it's that easy to make $100,000, man, I'm about to go to McDonald's right now. I'm saying, like, that day I was eating... <coughs> McNuggets that day. Mm-hmm. I had a ten piece. I'm pretty sure I ate like four of them bitches. Yeah, that were shaped like that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, God, a hundred thousand dollars for a nu- like, what is wrong? Who just who wakes up one morning and is like, huh, that that nugget looks like a, an Among Us character. I'm gonna spend a hundred thousand dollars on it. But like, we also still don't know if they actually got paid. Someone might have put a bid in and then never paid, and then no no money was made from it. And, and that's fair, I guess. But I mean. Doesn't eBay have, like, rules against this shit where it's, like, you can't bid up and then... Well, yeah, you get penalized and your account gets all kind of wonky. Yeah. But then that's, like, that's not even the only one. There's several of them out there that are, like, oh, well, I saw this one at $14,000. And... Yeah, because I Googled... Not Google. I searched in eBay uh, fucking <coughs> McNuggets, right? And then the one shit came up, like, this one's shaped like a heart. And it was, like, 10 bucks. This one had, looks like a fish. And it was, like, $5 or something. And then there's the, the Among Us ones that were like 14000 that you were shoot, sending me links to. That shit's nuts, man. Like, 
Why is it so easy to make money and we still can't fucking do it? Well, because I think we have uh, maybe like integrity. A little bit of a moral standard, maybe. There's that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not against making a quick buck, but like, should let me make a quick hundred thousand though. What do you mean? Like, I, there is, but there is something wrong with like the way the world. Like, if, if it really did sell for a hundred thousand dollars, like what the fuck? Or the one there was thirty three bids on it, it was fourteen thousand. You can actually see the bid tracker on it too, so it's not even like somebody just put a fucking cap on it and was like, I'm not selling for anything less than this. So. And then people are actually buying these. Like, that's the thing. It's like, maybe it's a joke. Maybe it's a thing. I don't know. But maybe people are actually buying these to put into a collection. Like, is it Among Us? I know. I understand that, like, the game Among Us became really popular. Yeah. It was, like, a phone app, and then it got moved over to uh, Steam on the PC, and then the Twitch streamers ran with it. I got people that work that, on their break, they fucking dig into an Among Us game. Yeah. I mean, and it... it- Blew up really big. I haven't heard as much about it anymore. Yeah, because, I mean, like, it's, everything... It's died off a Like, bit. everything, it fucking, you know, it gets really hyped for a little bit, and then it crashes. Yeah. And we're so far behind <laughs> that by the time people listen to this, like, what's Among Us? Uh, dude, I'm so far behind. I'm just now playing Link's Awakening. I mean, you played the original Game Boy one. Yeah. Well, I played the original Game Boy Color one. I didn't play the original Game Boy. I played the Game Boy Color one. Sure. It, it, it had... That, that was where it introduced the uh, the red-blue cave. Or the red blue dungeon. Sure, that wasn't in the original. Anyway, whatever. Not doesn't matter. Uh, but damn, man, I just wish. I just want one thing, one thing, where we could just make a quick fucking buck like that. Yeah, I mean it, that'd be nice. I mean, like I said, the numbers are slowly growing. I don't like I said uh, when I look at those analytics, I can't tell if they've listened to the whole thing. It just says you got this. This episode got that many downloads. Yeah, this one got that. I don't know if they listened to the whole thing or not. But we're, we're fucking, we're getting there. It's it, it'll it's getting there, right? But at the same time, look, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest, right? I wouldn't retire for a hundred thousand dollars, but I damn sure quit my job for a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Hell, I'd probably quit my job for ten thousand dollars. I'd take like a month sabbatical for ten thousand dollars. Quit my job. I got a whole month to find a new job, but now I've got ten thousand dollars in my pocket. Yeah, I mean, shit. Even if I if I got ten thousand, I'd keep my job at the grocery store. But that ten thousand dollars would get me. Uh, better living situation. Yeah, I, I wouldn't outright quit my my grocery store job for ten thousand. I'd quit my job for ten thousand dollars. I'd find a new job, but I would it, I would feel much better because the the, reason, the thing holding to me job holding me to my job right now is that it's not easy to find another job that's going to pay what I make now. But ten thousand dollars is going to change things a lot, right? It'll put me in a much more comfortable situation, and then I can afford to take those those cuts to be a little happier. True. I I got, I have a buddy who, uh, he was making really good money. Um, he's like a, it's like a regional maintenance director. Basically he, he oversaw like seven properties or something like that. And he was making pretty good money, but he got an offer to work at a, uh, at a place with somebody we used to work with a while back for like $10 an hour less than he makes now. He took that shit. He absolutely took that because it was, it's a matter of like, it's a matter of happiness over money and him and his wife together make good money. So it's not like he was going to miss out on that a lot. They, they were still going to do just fine, but damn, I want to be at that point where I can afford to take even just a, a couple dollars of a pay cut just to be happier. It's all, you know, cause it's not about money. It's about just managing to keep your mental state alive. Yeah, definitely. It's not like the, the old sayings of money won't buy happiness or money won't make you happy. Well, who off, or how often do you see somebody crying in a Lamborghini? 
What is that? I heard that the other day. I forget where that's from. I don't remember either. It's been a while since I've heard that. But also, who has $100,000 for a nugget? Like, who actually just has that? Can we find them? Can we locate this person and just be like, hey, you like to buy stupid things? Here's a podcast. <laughs> we have them be a prime sponsor. Prime sponsor of the podcast. Yeah, you just go ahead and put up all of this donation money for us. We will grow in a fashion that you see fit. But we're um, still going to keep doing the same thing. Then, then we're working for like a, a, a boss. Like I don't want anybody. No, 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 because it's just a donation. But you said working in the fashion you want. Well, we're going to grow in the fashion, but we're still going to do the same thing that we do. It just means we're going to buy better equipment. We're going to be able to perform I, I have top-notch equipment here. Don't you want some cameras looking down on us like this? Don't you yeah. want a location that we could do this at? Yeah, I mean, like a building, uh, like a three-camera setup. Yeah, like we'd get a studio and shit. That's what I'm talking about. We'd take that donation. But all I got to do is go just get a credit card, and I'll just start putting it all on credit. Yeah, because who cares about credit, right? Like, I mean, just max out the card, blow your credit apart, whatever. File bankruptcy in three years. You'd be good. Yeah. No worries. You don't have anything you'd lose in bankruptcy. But no, no, is that like a... Let's say I have a credit card that's a $500 limit, and I go buy a camera that's $400 on eBay. Mm-hmm. So now I've spent four of the 500 bucks, and I spend, like, what is it, like six, eight months, like, paying 50 bucks a month off on that. Is that, is that really going to tank your credit? No. Yeah, so... No, as long as you're paying it. Yeah, so... No, just, yeah, pay it. Um, your credit will fluctuate a little bit if you use four out of $500 yeah, on a credit Yeah, it's, it's going to be like, what the fuck did you just do? And yeah, it's going to be like your... You know, your usage is high. You know, consider paying it down, blah, 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 blah. But, uh, no, it wouldn't tank your credit. I thought you were talking about maxing it and then defaulting. No, I would still, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an adult. I would pay it off. I mean, well, look, I'm not going to lie. I got a couple of credit cards that are defaulted. I have three in circulation that I use, right? But I've got two defaulted that I don't use anymore. Gotcha. Because, like, I, I have the one credit card that I use just for gas. I use it twice a month for gas. But I keep getting, like, I get all these other, you know, I could go get a credit card right now with fucking a $500 credit limit. I'm like, 500 bucks, okay, I can buy that camera that I wanted to buy. Yeah. And then slowly pay it off. And I can go buy a second camera and pay it off. It would take me fucking two years to pay off two cameras, but. Whatever, though. I mean, I don't have it like that anymore. I can't just go get a random credit card anymore. Like, I don't want to. Like, I don't like playing around with credit. I, I don't want any more right now anyway. I'm paying the balances down on them right now. You know, I'm actually at a point now where I'm. I can pay down the balance instead of paying it, use it, pay it, use it, pay it, use it. I can actually bring the balance down closer to zero. Um, so that's nice. I'm making steps to improve my life, but I'm just saying $10,000 goes a long way. Yeah, like, like I, we mentioned in the past, like like $5,000 would change my life right now. Yeah. Right now, $5,000 would change my life. Should I'd be happy with an extra paycheck at this point. <laughs> <laughs> an extra paycheck would be nice, but like, like five thousand dollars, like I could dump that right into the savings I got and immediately go make a move. Like this dude on Facebook is selling his trailer out in uh where the trailer park I used to live in mm-hmm. for like sixteen five. It was a fucking double wide. It was a short double wide, but sixteen five. Like if I had if I had fucking five more grand in my bank account, easy done, boom. Yeah, that's not bad. There was another one uh, being sold. Uh, Closer to my closer to my work, it was like, tw- uh, it was like twenty four five. Okay, not bad. And then, action one, you make would make that act happen. Yeah, and make that move easy. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to find a way back out this way too, man. I keep having to 
Did I tell you about what happened? Um, hell, I don't even know if I've talked about it. No, it couldn't have been because it just happened this week. Um, you remember I turned down a job. Yeah. Right? And then I told you again that I ended up applying for another job. Or I'm applying for it, and it ended up being the exact same job. I told you, you're up to date on this part. Yeah, you, you uh, apply for a job, you turn the offer down, then you apply for another job that would happen to be the same job. Listed under a different company name. Yep. Yep. It was the exact same position. And when I talked to them, they were, they were like, well, what if we could offer you more, blah, 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 blah. All right. And up to this point, I've also told you that they called me, and I didn't answer. Yep. Right? Okay. They called you back to, because you were like, I, I would like more money for this position. <laughs> And they're like, we'll have to call you back. And then they called you back and you did not answer them. Yep. Okay. Well, they called again on Tuesday. Ooh, they're fucking, they want you. Yeah. Well, they called again on Tuesday. You answer it? I did answer it this time. Oh, all right. Because um, actually, well, I didn't answer the first time. I was busy with the first time that it rang. But then they called again like 30 minutes later. So they, they're fucking hunting me down at this point. So I answer. Um, the And the lady's like, I have good news and bad news. Okay, go ahead. The good news is they still want to extend the offer to you. The bad news is it's the same offer. It's the same, like they... Oh, they didn't change the pay? They, they didn't change the offer. Um, would you still be interested in the position? I'm sorry. I can't. I can't for that. Uh, I, I definitely... It's got to be higher than that. Um, and at this point, she's already told me, like, that's above their hiring cap. So she's going to go back to their hiring manager and find out. Well, she'd already went to her hiring manager to find out, and they came back with the exact same offer. Well, if I could fight for you to get more, you know, would you still be interested in taking it? And at that point, I just kind of gave up on it. I was like, listen, I... I don't want you to waste your time. I don't want you to keep fighting for something like this. Um, at this point in time, I don't think I could take it anyway. Because even at even if they gave me what I was originally asking for, after talking to Ashley about it, it still wouldn't be really feasible. At least right now, because of all the stuff she's doing with her with her health, all the doctor's appointments and the medical stuff that she's doing right now, and it's um, having to start all of that over again would be a lot more difficult. Maybe in a few months I can readdress it, but. Yeah, I think we talked about like yeah, it's like you had to start from scratch with all their doctors and whatnot. But now that you kind of got a thing going, I think it'd be slightly easier for a transition. Yes, but it's because she has visits at home every week that um, I don't want to go too far about it on mic, but yeah, she had, uh, uh, someone comes uh, a, a, a nurse a nurse comes in to help out with a couple of things. We don't need to get into her conditions. But yeah, so it's like. One of the things that she has to do every week, it's just not something that'd be easy to set back up somewhere else. Um, and it'd just be, it'd be like starting over from scratch again. Getting a new doctor isn't necessarily that hard, but it's getting that process rolling again. That would be difficult. So it's better if we just, in a few months, we reevaluate and we can go from there. But that just means I'm stuck where I'm at right now. And the, uh, the existential dread knowing that, uh, I can't fucking leave. <laughs> but you you could also consider, like, if you moved closer, if you got a place that could house another body, me. The thing is, I could relieve some of the money, financial stress as well. I agree with that. But here's the thing. I was looking. I was looking for places out here. Everything out here is so fucking expensive, man. Like, there's nothing available for one. Um... And for two, like anything that is available, like Jesus Christ, I'm paying like $2,100 for a three bedroom. And that's what I have now, right? So I'd have to at least get a four. Everything four is like 24, 25, 29. That's not going to, we're not going to alleviate shit at that point. I mean, you're paying, you're paying 21. I could cover the. I'm not paying 21 now though. True. I'm paying technically uh, my rent's like $1,500. So 
and you know heavily discounted and shit too. So, but technically my base rent's like fifteen hundred dollars. If I wanted something comparable to that, it's just like God damn, man, what the fuck? What is going on with the housing out here? Yeah, the housing got kind of crazy out here. It's it's ridiculous, and I don't know. And it's like everything is like uh, it's small as shit too. It's like three one. All right, first off, I don't know if I could do just one bathroom with all the people in the house. Yeah, you that you need to. I mean, like. I need like a dedicated bathroom for me and Ashley alone. Three one is like entirely out of the question, but also it's like a three one at 900 square feet, which 900 square feet doesn't sound that bad. But when you take into consideration, I'm currently living in like 1680 and I'm going to lose a bathroom and you're going to lose a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, God damn, man. Which it, actually you're going to lose two and a half bathrooms. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, man, I, uh, it's just hard out here, man. And I've looked, you know, what I've really wanted to do though. I've been looking, at municipal jobs, right? Like I've been looking at uh, city of Ann Ar- city of Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti Township. I've looked at fucking city of Belleville. I've looked at um, city of Canton or Canton Township. I don't know what it's actually, but either way, I've looked at fucking all of these. Canton is currently hiring. Um, it's like the big fucking facilities guy. He makes like fucking one hundred and ten thousand dollars a year, but he's far out of my league. I could, <laughs> I couldn't get that if I dreamed of it. Um, like, that's what I'm looking for is if I could work for, like, the city or a township or something like that in a supervisory field, that'd be fucking ideal. Because, you know, government jobs like that, they make their their benefits are fantastic. So, I don't know. But that's where I'm at. One day. Someday, somebody's going to make me want to turn around and say goodbye. Say goodbye. I don't know what you're referencing. It's a song, man. I get it. I don't know this. Like, I don't. I'm, I'm lost. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> while we're, or, you know, instead of tiptoeing back and forth around the same topic. I really want to get into this uh, this conversation you were having at work. Uh, honestly, I don't even know how to like how it started. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I don't remember how the conversation began, but it's something along the lines of, uh, like, my, my back's been killing me all week. Yep. And I haven't taken anything for it. That's weird. My back's been killing me all week, too. Like, it started in one shoulder, then it creeped over to the other shoulder, and now it's the whole upper back, which has been killing me. Mine's lower, but whatever. But, like, that, that's, I don't think it started with me complaining about my back, or... It might have been my back, but because, like, if you... If you take, like, an aspirin or a Tylenol, mm-hmm. it's not, like, dealing with the pain. It's dealing with your brain thinking about the pain. It's like a nerve blocker, basically. It, yeah, it changes the... It changes your, your brain chemistry to make you think there's no pain anymore. Exactly, but it's not actually dealing with the pain. It's just telling your brain, what pain? Yeah, well, I mean, to a degree, though. I mean, they, it is a anti-inflammatory, so it does reduce swelling, too. But, but, but sure, but, but yes. I'm focusing on that one part of it's altering your brain to forget about the pain. Yeah. It might be doing a little something extra to help, help it a little bit, but ultimately what it's doing is modifying your brain mm-hmm. to forget about the pain. Now... I deal with, like, so I've been dealing with that, and I think, and uh, I also, I've been wanting to Twitch stream, but I'm very, like, I'm antisocial, I'm having anxiety about starting it, and I'm, like, I'm real nervous about taking that leap to fucking Twitch stream. I think I know where this is going. I'm a fucking 30, damn near 30-year-old man, afraid to do this. Yeah. Like, even uploading the first episode of this podcast, I was fucking terrified i had it all loaded up ready to go i had to click one button to launch it and i had to turn away from the screen and click it it was fucking nerve-wracking like i don't know what's wrong with me like why 
I mean, I don't know why. It's like I'm, I'm afraid of people. I'm afraid of the judgment. I'm afraid of the ridicule, ridicule yeah. of that I'll get. And doing anything online, you will get that. For some reason, no one cares enough to yell at us about it yet. I haven't seen any negative comments. At least, like, the people that listen for five minutes, least, fucking tell me how much I suck. Well, you fucking suck, you piece of shit. Therefore, I know. Huh. But you just, there's no comments, no nothing. I'm like, I don't know how well we're doing, how good we're doing, what they like, what they don't like. Now, I believe that, well, it's 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 so, somewhat known. Like, if you were to drink, have a, uh, an alcoholic drink and get some alcohol in your system, it's it's been known. I don't know if it's proven science or facts. But it, it can relax you, it can make you less antisocial, get you out talking to people, get you to do something. Some people go as crazy as they're drinking te- 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 tequila. I can't, I can't speak. And they're suddenly ripping their clothes off and dancing on the bar. They wouldn't do that normally, but under that, they, they do that. Yeah. Or they, they drink whiskey, they get more angry or whatever. Or you can, you can take, uh, take a drink and be able to talk to the chick at the bar. Yeah. So that's the alcohol in your system is now altering your mind mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Yes. Same thing with THC. Yes. Uh, you would not normally, I maybe I, because I have smoked and I have drank and I have felt these things. Normally, I would not be, out, be comfortable in a crowd of people or be around a bunch of strangers or whatnot. If I were to smoke, it kind of masses that and you can deal with your situation. In fact, like three years ago, two or three years ago, I was really bummed out, stressed, depressed, and did not want to be at my uh, grandparents' house for Christmas. Yep. I did, fucking did not want to deal with it. But I was there because it's, it's just something that you have to do. Like, it's, it's one of those things in the world where, like, you have to go to your families on holidays. Like, and I don't like my family, but I go anyways because that's, you know, you, you just do. Mm-hmm. My sister noticed that I'm just pissed off, and she's like, I forgot some stuff. And we we went back to her place, and on the way to her place, we got high. And we drove back, and I'm sitting on the couch, baked up my mind. And I don't care anymore about this family and what's going on. I'm more worried about, like, hopefully they don't know I'm high. <laughs> the paranoia sets in. I, can you tell I'm high? Am I smiling too much? I, yes. I Calm down. This uh, this pillow's touching me weird. This move that pillow. Like, am I moving? Weird? Hopefully they can't tell that I'm high. And as you're moving, it feels like your whole body's just kind of pixelating. It's like yeah. it's like it's like frame rate shit's <laughs> dropping. So that has now altered my state of mind. Yes. To be more comfortable in this situation, yet it added some paranoia during that particular event. Yeah. It added some paranoia because I didn't want to be high around my family, and also I was sitting like right next to my dad, and I was like, this is fucking weird. Now, I consume caffeine yeah. since I was a child. Yeah. So honestly, I don't know like, like what I am like without caffeine. Now, I've been technically on and off smoking since I was 13. Mm-hmm. I usually steal my dad's cigarettes, my sister's cigarettes. Uh, when hanging out with the bad people at school, you'd smoke cigarettes with them out when you were skipping school. And it became a big problem when I was, we were hanging out with the, uh, the, the com- other computer crew the com- I, yeah um the ghost and the other, other people we'll call him the ghost the ghost yeah but uh it was hanging out with him a lot that we were smoking a lot yep like, because they always had cigarettes and then you know you just you're there you're smoking cigarettes with them and my the ohio girlfriend i was smoking cigarettes with her but after all that left i quit smoking i was done like whatever like 2010 i stopped smoking until 
like 2012 working at the grocery store. Yeah. It became the same situation where I would like people, I, I would be I left to myself. I would sit by myself and they're like, Hey, just come hang out with us. Like we're all going outside to smoke. Come hang out with us. Mm-hmm. Quit sitting by yourself in the cafeteria. Yeah. So I come out there and they would, uh, same thing. I just now I'm now I'm standing outside off to the corner while they're all sitting there smoking. And then they offered a cigarette, and it's a bad, it's an old habit from back in the day. And you're like, I, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll bum a cigarette. And then I started smoking at work, and then I switched to vaping, then I quit for two years, and then I started vaping again because I was like, I, I got bored, like, on my breaks. I was like, I can't, I got to be doing something. Like, I can't just sit here. I don't, I don't take, I don't eat at work or anything. So I go outside, but now you're just staring. So I started vaping again, just to be, have a habit of, to do something on a break. And I'm I probably am addicted to nicotine at this point. But you've known me not being on nicotine and being on nicotine. Mm-hmm. Now the argument started at work, saying that I don't I don't want to take any kind of type of substance that will alter my state of mind in the ways we have described. Like I might be able to smoke a bowl and get rid of my anxiety to start twitch streaming. I could take a couple shots or have a couple drinks. And probably get over that fear and start it. Okay. But without that, it's, it's going to take a lot more for me to hopefully get overcome that and start it. So I'm like, I don't want to take any substances to do that. But he's my, the guy at work was, well, you're, you're, you're not sober now. You're on caffeine and uh, nicotine. And those are, those are altering your mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, not in the way that THC or alcohol or LSD or acid or any other type of those substances, even Vicodins or whatever, like opiates, like those change your, you know, the state of the way you think, the way you act, the way you behave. Yeah. Caffeine and nicotine does not. Correct. I would, I agree with that. A hundred percent. I agree with you there. No, he kept arguing with me that like, no, it's it, like, it, it does change your state of mind because it makes you crave it. I'm like, that's, that's something different. But it doesn't make your mind crave it so much as it makes your body crave it. But like, like it's, yes, it, you, you might say my, the one guy I, I had a, after a 40 minute conversation, I had to bring in another friend at work to interject and help me fight my fight. And he took the neutral side. He took both sides. I'm like, fuck him. But <laughs> he put it in a way he's like, caffeine and nicotine alter your mind on a, on a micro level. Yeah. At best. But like I said, <clears throat> I wouldn't. Like, this is like trying to start a Twitch stream, and I'm like really stressed and nervous and whatnot. You could you could smoke or drink to calm yourself down. Smoking a cigarette or putting nicotine in my system isn't going to do that. Yeah. Drinking a diet coke laced with caffeine isn't going to calm me down in a way to change the way my mind is thinking to get me to to do the thing I need that I want to try to do. That's what I was trying to get across that work, and it went for 45 minutes where they were arguing that caffeine and nicotine are mind altering. Just like they're like, they, we got to a point where like, yeah, it's on a different level. They're still mind altering, but I feel like not like not significantly enough. Yeah. So this is the kind of person that like the one you're arguing with. This is the kind of person that probably also believes that chocolate's a drug. All right, because like when you think about it, when you break it down to a, a an entirely um, like minuscule basis. Everything you consume alters you in some way, shape, or form, right? Your your caffeine alters you. It it, it I don't know what it does scientifically, but it, it increases your your energy. 
basically. It gives you more energy. It, uh, maybe it opens your adrenal glands or something. I don't know. I'm Again, I'm, I don't know the chemistry of it. Um, the nicotine, all right, it, it releases endorphins or something, and it makes you feel better. It gives you that momentary high, right? Uh, at least when you first start. Um, obviously, when you start smoking regularly, you don't get that same feeling anymore. But when you break it down to a minuscule level like that, yeah, everything you fucking do changes your body chemistry. It, cha- it alters your, your, your body. But it's not even remotely the same as ingesting a narcotic, um, such as an opiate or uh, THC or ingesting alcohol or anything like that. Because these are like instantaneous. Um, they they change your perception. They actually reduce your cognitive ability. Uh, and that's part of what makes you more relaxed and more willing to do things because you're you're not thinking about it anymore. You, you've suppressed your cognitive um, reactions to the point of like, you're not thinking about how embarrassing it's going to be to get up on the bar, strip down and dance naked, right? Because you're, it's, it's clouded your mind at that point. It doesn't mean shit to you anymore. And that's what, I, that's the point I was trying to get across is like being on like, and now don't get me wrong here. I, I think it's fine. If you, if you take these substances to do things, to relax, to chill, to get yourself, in a state of mind for, for you to produce some type of art, like you, like you smoke and then you, you're an amazing painter and it opens your mind. I get that, I understand it, and I'm not dis- disagreeing or knocking anybody that does that. I'm just saying for me... You don't want to do that. I do not want to take any type of substance to get me to be able to do the things I would like to do. That's entirely your right, too. And th- that's like the, the frustrating piece you, you hear all the time. I hear, I've heard it from you. I've heard it from a bunch of people. It's like, dude, Chris... Smoke some weed and calm the fuck down. Well, yeah, I mean, I've said it because it will it will calm you the fuck down. But I just feel like I should be able to, and we, we've argued about this in the past on a previous uh, podcast, but I should be able to get not full control, but some control. I should be able to overcome these obstacles without being reliant on some kind of uh, substance. Not alone, you can. <laughs> I, I'm just being real, though. Like, uh... I get that, right? And I used to have that same exact mindset too, though. I've overcame this. The the the, the I've overcame the fear of like, oh man, I don't want to start this podcast. I don't want to get made fun of on the internet. I don't want to. I did it. Do you want to talk about depression? I mean, if you if you got to uh, some input. Basically, what I'm getting at is like your your idea here is that you want to you sh- you feel you feel that with your own will and power, you should be able to get over all of your anxieties and all of your situations and stuff. At some point, yes. But. All right, we're going back to a chemistry thing here. This doesn't have to do with drugs altering your chemistry or anything. This is just simply your body's chemistry is altered, and that's where your your struggles come from. So, I'm not telling you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you you have to take these things to be better, right? That's entirely your right. You can choose what to what to and what not to do. But at a very simple level, it's not as easy to just overcome your problems as you think it should be, right? It, I don't think it would be easy. At, at at the end of the day, like, antidepressants were made for a reason, right? It wasn't just some, I mean, you could argue that it was, but it wasn't just some big pharma like, oh, you know, I'm going to make a ton of fucking money to make people happy. It was like, there is an actual problem with brain chemistry. This will help brain chemistry. Yeah, I just feel like, it, like I, know, I know I'm a mess of a human, but I like the way my, my brain thinks and works. Well, there's natural remedies and shit. I don't know what they are, but you don't have to just take drugs. Yeah. Right. 
But it's like I like the way my mind thinks and works for the most part. I mean, other than the go kill yourself, jump in front of a train issues. Well, I don't like that part of my brain. But I feel like taking medication to, to solve that will change change me in a way I wouldn't like. I'm gonna be a little hypocritical here, and this the reason it's hypocritical is you, you'll understand it in a minute. Um, people have said that exercise, regular exercise, call me fat. No, hold on. <laughs> People have said that regular exercise um, can increase uh, endorphins in your brain, can increase dopamine in your brain. These are your happy drugs, right? Your serotonin, your endorphins, your dopamine. These are your happy, your happy chemicals in your brain. Regular exercise can help the flow of those, increasing the happiness in your brain. The reason it's hypocritical is because do I look like I'm fucking exercising? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not going out there and fucking exercising either. But it has been said that regular exercise can reduce your stress can you know increase your your positive energy well, yeah i mean that's the, the thing is i don't want to be this 800 pound massive blob of more like 900 g's yeah 900 giant pile of redundant protoplasm <laughs> okay it's george charling joke yeah. hilarious um I, I can't take credit for that but like i bought i bought a 170 dollar fucking road bike Bicycle. Yep. I was like, I'm going to fucking ride this bike to work every day. Every day, it's eight miles there, eight miles back. You can't just jump on the train for that one, man. You got to work your way up. See, I was going to do that because I took a week off of work. I bought a uh, a bike trainer stand that I could mount the bike onto the trainer stand, and I woke up every morning. I, I fucking was on a juice cleanse. I fucking made my fucking green fucking vegetable puree juice thing, drank that, and I turned on my morning radio show, which is four hours long, and I rode the bike for four hours straight during the entire. Just jump in the shark or in the water with sharks, man. You can't just you can't just jump right in. You're doing the juice cleanse and the goddamn bike all at the same time. Work your way, man. Baby steps. I made it five days before I, I cracked and bought a meat lover's pizza. <laughs> it's fucking a right. But no, like all right. So here's, here's but the plan was like after that week, I'd be so used to getting up in the morning grabbing the juice, and then ride to work. Mm-hmm. And then I would work all day and then ride at home. Okay, so here's... That was like that was my thought process. Like, oh, I'm going to take a week off. Every morning I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do this. Therefore, when I wake up to go to work, it's just going to be wake up, grab the bike, ride it to work. And that's going to be the cardio. That's going to help me burn some of this fucking chunkiness down. It doesn't happen in a week. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> the reason why it failed is a friend of mine... Wanted to go to the farmer's market. I'm like, you know what? I, I, let's go to the farmer's market. I'll buy some zucchinis and some shit so I can blend up in my blender. Zucchini? You juice the zucchinis too? I don't know. I'm just, I just, uh, the first thing that came to my mind I mean, was zucchini. I'm, I'm sure you can. I don't know. I've never tried to put zucchini in a, in a juicer before. I don't, that's just the first one that I, came uh, Whatever. I, I was watching some porn the other day with some zucchini, all right? It's, it's on it, my mind. it wasn't an eggplant? No. Uh, okay. All right, but anyways. <laughs> We went there, and but they had some fresh popcorn popping. They had some cookies. Um, and all the smells. And, and all the smells. And I got home after the farmer's market, and I grabbed my oranges and my kale and my apple and my fucking spinach, and I fucking pressed my juice Aggressively down. pushing it in the fucking juice. And I took a sip, and I was like, this is dog shit. <laughs> Poured it down the drain, and I was looking. I'm like, I have nothing but fruits and vegetables in my goddamn fridge. I grabbed an orange, and I ate the orange. Ate the motherfucker, which is against the juicing rules. It's against the juicing rules. So therefore, I have failed. And then 
Ten minutes later, I ordered a meat lover's pizza from uh, from Pizza Hut with the stuffed cheese crust. From Pizza Hut? Yeah. Shit. You couldn't even get Mr. Pizza, man? They don't have the stuffed crust. You had to have the stuffed crust. That was that was the make or break at that yeah, moment. Yeah, it, it had to be full meat lovers with a stuffed crust. Okay, you were just going full out on this full one. Full out. I said, fuck it, I failed, and I ate the whole goddamn pizza. Okay, so <laughs> you can't just jump right in. You can't just start juicing and ride a bike for four hours a fucking day, like in the same goddamn day. <laughs> That's just not how this works. And uh, Yeah, I went a little too extreme, and I failed. You know, and we've talked about this before, and I will continue to tell you this until I'm blue in the face, man. You can't just jump from one thing to it. You have to baby steps your way there. All right, the best way to reach your end goal is to take small steps. Is to take small steps there. You were going straight to the end goal. Ride your bike for fucking eight miles a day. I had a week to get myself, you know. Oh, oh, that's like the people that go to the gym for like three days and expect to have a, a fucking six pack abs already. I don't expect to have a six pack abs, but I would. I, I figured it'd be just. No, I'm saying that's like the people that, that ex- no, they expect I, that change just to happen overnight. Yeah, I bought a bike and I'm like, all right, every day I wake up and I ride this bike. You know, granted, I didn't last four hours every single day. It was like an hour and a half, and I'm like, okay, and then you know. Then you drink your juice, you watch your YouTube, and you maybe jump back on it for a half hour of the day. But I figured it just it would train the brain, like get the brain going. Like, all right, you get up, you ride the bike. I've walked that. I've walked to work and back. It takes me two hours to walk there and back. Yeah. Takes 20 minutes to ride a bike there. I'm a slow walker. Fast rider. Yeah. 20 minutes, man. It takes 20 minutes to drive there. It takes uh, it takes 10 minutes to drive there. Okay. Um, but no, but, I mean, like I, said, I, I never do anything expecting immediate results. I just like, how how do, what was my proper steps to get myself prepared to start riding a bike to work every day? Well, instead of just going on for fucking four hours on the first day, right? Uh, start by like riding it around the neighborhood for a little while. Like maybe go a mile or two a day and work your way up like on a week by week basis. You go a mile and a half this week. Next week you go two and a half miles. Next week you go four miles. And but here's the, here's the thing is you didn't see my fat ass on that tiny little road bike. <laughs> exactly. So there's the, like, I couldn't just jump on it and ride it around. Hey, I mean, hell, or just that. even just do like my dad did. He bought the stationary thing. See, my dad had an actual exercise bike, right? You know, the, the yeah, I bought the little thing that converted my bike into yeah. a stationary. But just do like my dad did. Man, he used to just sit in front of the TV and ride that thing for like an hour and a half a day. Um, and he dropped so much fucking weight. And, and granted, my dad's never needed to lose a lot of weight, right? He's never been in a state where he he was overweight. But he got on this bike, and he just started sitting in front of the TV and riding on this bike for an hour and a half a day. And I mean, it did wonders for him. I just I still don't think he's going to try and ever ride his bike to work. <laughs> but, I mean, the point is, like, he just... Well, because, like, I figured, like, that'd be the best time to do it because, like, I'd ride my bike to work, and I'd work all day. i get about 20,000 steps in at work just moving around what I do and then ride back. I think that'd be better than what I do now, which is I drive to work. I stand at a desk all day. I get my 20,000 steps in at work and I go home and I sit on my ass. Yeah. So I figured if I, if I cut out the drive to work part, that would give me just a little bit of the the exercise a day. Yeah. And it would, but and I'm like, it's not going to instantly make me fucking drop the 900 pounds I need to drop, but it would, it'd get you more active. It'd get me more active. And then maybe, I was trying to do other things. I was trying to do outdoor things. Like, my, I had a buddy, loved disc golf. Is it me? No. You were in fucking Florida at the time. All right, so here's the deal. I'm back now, motherfucker. But you have all my discs. Yeah. And you come with me. But, like, I, was, I, was, I wanted to be a little more outdoor active, so I 
you know, he had a bunch of this. I he gave me a full set of stuff, and we went out to fucking go disc golf. I'm terrible at it. I'm always like three or four under, like over par. Shit, me too. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I'm not good either, but I still do it. I lost my my one well, my my the disc I was liking the most. I lost in the fucking river in so Florida. I left all of my discs. Yeah, in Florida, all of my discs personally, because um, Sean and I each have like our own bags. I left a whole ass bag in Florida. All of my all of my favorite discs were in there. My Champion Groove, my Innova T Devil, um, my Champion Monarch. You, all of these things that you don't know what the fuck I'm talking no, about anyway. Not but a fucking clue. Like all of these discs that I used regularly were in that bag. And now they're fucking gone. So I've been using the ones you gave me. But you know what? I make them fucking work. <laughs> I, uh, I I bought a couple of new ones, right? Like I, but because I, I didn't have a distance driver. I've been, I've been using the fairway drivers that you gave me. Like there's the purple thief in there. That thing's actually not too bad. It's it's relatively good, especially being that I'm not good at throwing a, um, a, a backhand throw that's what they're called when you actually the regular kind of throw i always throw forearm or sidearm however you want to call it like that's how i've 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 gotten decent at throwing and i've i've learned how to manipulate my throw by putting you know a hyzer or an anhyzer on it to make it go where i want it to go but i've been trying to practice my backhand shots and these discs you have are relatively good for that man they're they're, they're like beginner to intermediate level discs that are very forgiving unless you fucking shank it Right, which it happens, right? You grip lock it and you fucking throw it all the way to the right when you don't mean to. But a lot of times if you don't release the disc straight, it's going to fucking wobble in the air. But these discs that you gave me, man, they're pretty forgiving. They straighten out like they should and they go where they're supposed to go. I just need to learn how to get more power behind it. But I bought a couple of extra discs, right? Like a new uh, a distance driver um, that I could practice with or a couple of distance drivers that I could practice with. But outside of that, man, I've just, I've been using your discs. So fuck, man, come with me. I bought... Sean and I have been going these last, or, you know, as every other week, every, uh, it's kind of where we're at right now. I would have loved to have gone this weekend, but damn, it's fucking 90 degrees out this yeah, weekend. It's too, it's too, see, that's another thing. It's like, <laughs> it's too goddamn hot for me to be outside. It's not happening this weekend. That's for goddamn sure. Um, but I bought the, uh, annual pass, uh, for, I don't know if it's all state parks or if it's just like that area, but like there's, there's parks out there. Like Kensington is the one that we usually go to. But there's a daily pass of like ten dollars to get in, and then each person playing is an additional three dollars. But the annual is like forty dollars. I can go as many times as I want for the whole year. So I got the fucking annual, man. Just come with us one day, and then three bucks to actually play. And hell, I'll pay the three dollars, man. <laughs> I don't even care. I'll go in there with a ten. Be like us three right here. Boom. The only thing, only thing that you'd have to do, that you'd have to deal with, I should say, is that when Charlie's there, he's coming with us. Yeah, I mean, I, that's no big deal. I, I just know how you get with kids sometimes. But, like, as a father, here, here we go with the father stuff again. As a father, seeing my kid enjoying something outdoors. He asked me last weekend if we could go disc golfing. That was a fucking proud moment for me. Instead of sitting at, at home playing Fortnite, he was like, Dad, can we go play disc golf? Absolutely. Yes, we can. And he's getting so much better at it. He's going to be better than me eventually. Like, in, in no time, I'm sure. Fucking, he surprised me the other day. We're on the course, and there's some people in front of us. We're waiting on him, and, you know, he's like, Dad, can I go? And usually I tell him, you know, wait until it clears out, but he doesn't throw very far. And they're a little ways ahead of us, so I'm like, yeah, go ahead. You're not going to hit anybody. And this kid threw the best shot he's ever thrown in his life just as soon as I said that, and I actually had to tell the people ahead of us, look out, uh, or heads up, because it was going. Like, it fucking went, and I was like, God, 
damn, how'd you do that? <laughs> that was the best shot he's ever thrown in his life. But anyway, yeah, I mean, you just got to get out there. Fucking, we'll, we'll, and we'll slowly build a new collection again. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I, at that point in time, I was, I was trying to be more active. And I was, I was like, I'm going to ride this bike. I'm going to fucking go outside, do some disc golf. Putt-putt's more my style. I love some putt-putt. I haven't gone putt-putt in a while. Yeah, Potter's closed down, didn't it? Is it closed? No, they sold. That's right. I, it might still be open, but like the original owner sold it. That's what it was. Maybe they clean it up and change the course a bit, man. I, I know those courses do well. We should go to Putters. We should go to Putt Putt somewhere. Or like Glow Golf in Canton. It's indoor, right? Yeah. Yeah. AC. Hey, AC. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my that's my speed right there. Give me a nice, cool, air conditioned mini golf course. Let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah, man. Just hell, start coming with us. If as long as it's not too hot, I'd love to go on a regular basis. You know. You gotta let me know. Like, just I sit here on my ass. Doing nothing. Yeah. So. I mean, I have a three-day weekend next week. I was telling you, I planned it somehow this week, this month. Like, this whole month, I, I'm working four days a week. Fucking awesome. Granted, I'm also going golfing on one of those days, so that's kind of shitty. But, um, yeah, next weekend, I'm off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Charlie's last day of school is Friday. I'm probably taking him home at some point that weekend. But as long as it's not too hot, I, I'm we're going to try and go next weekend, I'm sure. It's like a regular thing at this point, so. Right on. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like my air-conditioned bedroom. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it, it's fun, though. It's got to <laughs> just don't <laughs> – was it you or me? It was me. I ripped my shorts, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah you ripped your yeah, shorts. Yeah, when, when we went out last time because yeah. I went to go stretch across the, the ravine there. We were looking – I think it was when we were looking for your disc. Yeah, we were looking for the, my disc that I lost. And I went to go stretch, and my shorts fucking ripped. So just don't rip your shorts, and you'll be all right. I recommend on, on like, hotter days where – like gym shorts or some shit. They're nice, breathy. You get the wind through your balls. It's it's really nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I wear I wear gym shorts in my house, but I don't really leave the house in gym shorts. I don't either, unless I'm going to the course. Um, although I haven't I haven't been wearing gym shorts this year, but it's been cooler temp- temperatures every time we've gone lately. Like it was sixty degrees a few weeks ago. It was fifty eight degrees the last time. You know, so it's been a little cooler. I'll just wear regular shorts then. But I'm talking it up at this point. But really, you just gotta go do it. Yeah, I mean, that's, everybody's, that's like, just go do it. Like, I tell people, like, man, I'm, like, I'm fucking, I want to start this stream, but I'm fucking, I don't know. He's like, just do it. I'm like, it's not that, it's not that, not that simple. We'll go to Rolling Hills. It's right here. That's, that's the one course I've been at around here. I haven't played that one in years. Or, I mean, for that matter, there's the fucking nine-hole course right over here off of uh, Spring. Um, I don't like it as much, but it's there. It exists. You know, that's a start. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't gone to Rolling Hills in uh, probably four years. Whatever. Anyway, enough about that. We'll move on from that subject. Fucking disc golf. <laughs> but, uh, and so you, so you're within agreement of me of, like, nicotine and caffeine don't modify your mind or your brain in a way. Not the same, at least. And they, they modify your body to where you will crave it if you just cut it. Yeah, but, it, like, like, it doesn't change your, like, how you behave or how you act or how you interact with the world or how you think about the world. No, I mean, arguably it actually, it alters you, but it alters you when you quit it, arguably, right? Like I, I don't think there's a noticeable change when you start, but when you stop, you know, it might, it'll alter you in the sense that you might get angrier. You'll be grumpier. You'll get headaches. You're going through withdrawal stages and shit basically. But the startup of it isn't what alters you. It'd be the actually. It'd be at this point. It'd be if you quit cold turkey. That's would be your problem. Yeah, but like still, even with like being like angrier or 
you know, having headaches all the time. It doesn't reduce your cognitive ability. Yeah, it doesn't make me think differently or act differently because with or without it. Right. And so you've known me on and off nicotine. I'm the same fucking person from the whole time through. Yeah, I couldn't tell you a difference. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get at with these people that fucking work. Yeah. I think... I agree, I agree with you in that I don't think you should have to take anything to work up the courage to start streaming. I don't think, because then it's, I mean, what's the point? Then you're not even doing what you really want to do. Yeah, and just, that's another thing, like, okay, I take, I have a, I have a, I, I make myself fucking uh, whiskey on the rocks, right? Gotcha on the rocks, what the fuck ever, it doesn't matter. Some whiskey, some, some alcoholic beverage. I drink that and start the stream. Mm-hmm. Now, do I... Every time I start the stream, am I drinking? One. It becomes your stick. Two. And it's like, now I'm dependent. Like, okay, it's time to start the stream. Grab the fucking whiskey. Now you're an alcoholic. Now I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's worth that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd rather find a way to overcome it without having to rely on something. Therefore, I can, you know. All right, I got an idea. I'll start. You can come guest star. And then if you get started enough, you'll start. I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen. I mean, I can get, like, all the equipment's just sitting there. I just give it to you. What am I going to do with it? How am I going to set it up? I, 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 we can get it set up real quick. I don't have a desk. I don't have a... You don't need a desk. Am I going to set it up on my bed? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. Drop the fucking green screen behind me on yeah. my bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd be like um, you know, the hot tub streamers, except it'll be a bedtime streamer. Bedtime. Yeah, there you go. Bedtime streaming. <laughs> Welcome, boys and girls, to the bedtime stream. <laughs> I'm never saying that again. That sounded terrible. I don't know. I don't even have anything to do right now. Man, I, I already went through Phantom Hourglass. I'm already like, I've already gone through this Zelda stuff. I, I am on a Zelda kick right now, though. I mean, you just started uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah. Uh, two dungeons in at this point. I started it last night. Just finished the second dungeon. Oh, I was going to ask, man. You said you've done most of it. Yeah. Um. Like, including all the heart pieces and shit like that. I'm pretty sure I have all the heart pieces, yeah. Do you have to do the Dompe's dungeon stuff for the yes. heart? Fuck me, man. That's where that's where I stopped playing. I stopped. I stopped. I, I, I mean, I think I, you need to get a, a... There's something in there that I need to get still. But I think I got the shell and the heart piece out of it. But there's something else in there you gotta get. And I just gave up after dealing with those fucking dungeons. Yeah, I'm at the point in the guide. It's like chapter 3. Uh, 3.2 Dompe's dungeons. And it doesn't say there's anything collectible at this point in it, but I do have one of the chamber stones or so, whatever yeah. um, that I picked up from the claw machine. Yeah, I'm a beast at that claw machine, man. I got all the timing down. Yeah, you, you get pretty good at it. I still, the ones on the conveyor, um, like the, the back and forth conveyor, piss me off a little bit, but uh, it's not too bad. Or what actually what really pisses me off is when you're trying to go through the fucking the message prompt so fast and you're tapping A and then the game starts and you've just tapped A. Yeah, oh yeah, and you're like, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I, I, I'm at the, I was trying to knock out all the uh, the dungeon stuff, the dungeon creating stuff, mm-hmm. and somewhere I got confused, and I'm like, wait, I've done all the things, but like, I can't, how do I get the, the thing, I'm missing the thing, and how do I, and I, I was just in a weird space where I'm like, I don't know how to do the thing, and it's, I need to do this thing to get the thing, but how do I do the thing? Yeah. But I'm in the dungeon, but that uh, that's not an option, I don't. I don't know, and I put it down. Yeah. Uh, when I was playing it on the Game Boy, um, there's actually a missable shell. Like they, they changed that for the Switch. They actually added more shells, but you need more for the sword now too. But um, they've added more, and, and none of them are missable. But in the Game Boy one, there is a missable shell. 
because you have to have, it's like exactly 10 shells or something like that when you go into the shell house and you get to that threshold where you get a prize. And then the reward for 10 shells is another shell. But if you have 11 shells at that moment in time, it'll go right past that prize and you won't get it. So there's actually a missable shell and I never went and got that. I never got that one because I wasn't following the guide. I was just picking up shells as I went and I went into the shell house with too many. Yeah, the uh... Which fucks you up too because you, you, you can actually get the sword right before or right after dungeon four. But because I missed it, I couldn't get it when I was supposed to. I had to go a whole nother dungeon. Yeah, I think I'm not sure if you made it that uh, that part of the map yet, but like where the uh, you're on the raft. No, not yet. Yeah, but you need the hook shot and stuff. But that those that little mini game pisses me off. Yeah, and that's what I was saying before, man. Like, I did it for Twilight Princess. I got all the fucking everything for Twilight Princess, um, mostly because I had Ashley there reading through the guides for me and everything to help me not miss anything. But Zelda is notorious for having really shitty mini games to earn heart pieces, right? The raft thing, you have to fucking time it to pull yourself over and pull yourself over. and You have to beat a certain time, right? Yep. Um, and it's like, you have to be perfect, pinpoint perfect. Now, there's a little bit of leeway, but yeah. it's annoying. Just like in, in Twilight Princess, there's a fucking a flying game where you had to collect fruits as you go. But if you run into anything, you're going to fall into the water. And you have to try and avoid some fruits to hit the other fruits because as you collect more of the same fruit, your points multiply. But you have to get a lot of fucking points for that. It's like every time there's a fucking mini game to earn a heart piece, it's the worst goddamn thing in the world. Half of Link's Awakening is mini game. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. I, I think the only really shitty heart pieces in that game are probably the, the raft thing and the Dompe's dungeons. I don't think any of the other ones are really all that bad. Yes, I don't remember, but I think I'm either... I think I'm missing one heart piece because it's in the in the final dungeon. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one I'm missing. Yeah. And I think I'm missing the sh- a, a shell from the dungeon creator thing. Yeah, that sucks, man. What do you even get for getting all the shells? You don't need them all for the sword. You need like 25 or 30 of them out of 50 for I the sword. Know. I don't even know what you get for all of them. Just the satisfaction of having them all. <laughs> Just mainly you, you completed the thing. Uh, you go to that menu that shows you all the stats, and you're like, yep, I got all of them, got all of them, got all of them. I did minimal for Phantom Hourglass. Minimal. I didn't I, I didn't give a shit about any of the extra mini games, following all the guides and shit to get all the heart pieces and stuff. I did fucking minimal. Even the, like, you can collect power to courage and wisdom gems to power up your stuff, your the, the spirits. Like, there's 20 of each of them, and 10 of each of them, you can power up that spirit to level one, and, like, the power one doubles your attack courage one doubles your defense or something like that i don't know it doesn't matter i didn't do any of that either i said fuck it i'm going through this game fucking base mode throughout the course i managed to get 10 courage gems so i was able to power my sword up once but i don't give a fuck i finished it i beat it yesterday i almost didn't beat it i almost gave up man i got to the very end i was like i don't even care this isn't even that good people say like they're uh Reviews on it are basically that, like, it's it's one of the best Zelda games on the DS. Okay, well, that's not saying that much, I guess, but uh, I just didn't like, I didn't like having to move around with the stylus. I didn't like the, you're supposed to be able to roll, but you have to, like, draw tiny circles in the edge of your screen to roll in that direction. It's so fucking finicky, man. I'm trying to roll, and I'm not doing anything. I'm just fucking running. It was annoying. And if you're dedicated, play it. If you're not dedicated, look, it. look up the story. If you just want to know the story, just look up the story. It's it's not worth it. 
Yeah, so I'm still, I'm not playing much. I'm just watching my YouTube like normal. And then uh, every time my buddy be like, hey, man, want to jump on SnowRunner? And we'll jump on SnowRunner for like six, seven hours. God damn, that's a long time. We'll get like three things done. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a long game. Yeah, I mean, right now, Steam states I have like 60-something hours into it. And we're still on the first map. Uh, fuck, man. We're just about done with the first map. I have to do all the log missions. And we did spend uh, six to seven hours on a different map to unlock a certain truck. That's too fucking long. Yeah, we're almost done with the first map. That's too fucking long, man. Out of what, five? Uh, There's a lot. Uh, With what I have done on the first map, I'm 7% done with the game. 7%? In 60 hours? Yeah, I'm like 60% done with the first map, and I'm 7% done with the entire game. Fuck. That's too much, man. That is too much. I'm not doing that. That's going to be a hard pass for me. I have like 7 out of 36 achievements. That's a hard pass for me. Fuck. I mean, I've, I've put hours. I've put hours into games. i put something like 110 hours in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. i put another 100 hours in Odyssey. I didn't 100% those either, though. Valhalla was close. It's techn- it's, it would be 100% if it wasn't for a fucking glitch that that didn't allow me to get that last mystery. But, uh... Isn't that what you want? Like, a really long game to like, fucking sink your teeth into and just... Not 60 hours for 7%. That's too long. Well, I mean, like, I'm going around grabbing all the upgrades, grabbing all this stuff, grabbing all that but stuff. But that's exactly what I would do, too, though. <laughs> that's the problem. But the thing is, like, I don't get six hours a day, seven hours a day just randomly to do stuff. Like, I, I get, like six hours on a on a weekend kind of thing. So yep. I, I don't have the time to afford. You know how long it would take me to beat that game, man? Fucking a year, probably. We're, and we're also like, we're probably like, there's like better trucks and stuff for us to use, but we're using like, like I like this one. This No, this one can handle it. And then they, oh, it, no, it can do it. Don't worry. I'm not, I'm not switching. I'm like, I'm not buying another truck. Fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm this truck's going to do it. And we get there. It's like, oh, this truck ain't doing it. That's too much. And he's like, no, fuck it. I'm already here. We're making it happen with this truck. I'm not I'm not going to go and get a different truck and buy another truck. So there's probably, like, quicker way we can do it, route it out better, plan it out better. Because you're like, ah, fuck, I, I forgot to grab the thing. Or, oh, I mean, if I knew that, I could have grabbed, like, all of it and took it all here at the same time instead of going here, then coming back, and then going back. You could, you could uh, optimize it. I guess. It'd still take me, like, a year to finish that. And you know me, man. I get into one game, and that's the only game I play. I'd be on the same game for a fucking year. It'd be the only thing I talk about for a whole fucking year. I couldn't do it, man. I, Link's Awakening's good because it's pretty quick, man. I'll, I, I could yeah, probably... You, you have that done in a couple of days. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I actually put the time onto it, I could probably have it done by the end of the week if I have the time to do that. We'll see how it goes. I, mean, I was playing by myself this morning. Ashley may or may not be my guide from time to time. So it, it really just depends on if I'm playing it while she's awake or if I'm playing it just while I'm while I'm home alone or something like that. I could probably have it done in like a week or so. But that's like, that's like sweet spot right there. If I can, something I can p- complete in like a week, awesome. A few weeks, okay, I'll do it. Like as long as it's, it's really drawing me, if it's got a good narrative to it, I'm going to keep playing it. If it's like a Final Fantasy game or something like that, fucking in your grade comes out next week or in a few days or something like that, five, six, four days. Um, I just installed it. I installed Final Fantasy VII Remake on my PS5, so on the 10th, I get the free update to the PS5 version, but then I still have to pay for Integrate, I think. I don't know what it is, how much it is, but I'm going to consider that. 
I don't know where it's at. Yeah, as long as the PS4 gets it too, because I don't have a PS5. Yeah, it, it will. I think it's just not. I think it's going to be. I think it's PS5 exclusive for a little while. I think. How's Sony going to make something exclusive on, on, like a, on a particular console? I don't know. You could look it up, but I think it's only on PS5 right now. I think I did read that it'll come to PS4, though, in like six months. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, the the, uh, the store I work at just got a handful of PS5. I'm sure they're all gone already. Oh, yeah, instantly. But, I mean, honestly, Integrate, like I said, it's going to really depend on how much it costs for it because it's it's just a Yuffie chapter. I mean, cool, Yuffie. Yuffie's cool. But I'm not going to shell out a bunch of money for a single chapter for Yuffie. Depends on how long it is. And, yeah, uh, it's got to be worth it. Right, but if it's like twenty bucks, man, I'm, ex- I'm going to expect hours worth of time on this thing. Yeah, I'd say twenty bucks. It hopefully is like minimum six hours. Yeah, something like that, right? Like maybe four if you rush some stuff, but six if you kind of dig through and find all the little things or something. Right, because like, I mean, Final Fantasy 15. Each of those DLCs were five bucks a piece when they were coming out. Right, Episode Ignis, Prompto, Gladio, um, but you got. An hour and a half, two hours on each of those, minimal. Um, you know, longer if you actually spent all the time doing everything on it. That's okay. So if I'm going to spend twenty bucks, I expect to get like six hours out of it, probably, give or take. Anyway, that's all. That's it. We're dead. I I've got nothing else, man. Yeah. Uh, did, did I have anything else? I think we talked about everything. Uh, we talked about you know we we didn't go too deep with the fucking McNugget shit and how ridiculous it is and. Yeah, that's just sad. Yeah, it's just sad. It's sad that fucking like if people are really making money off of that. Like, let me go. Let me go to McDonald's. Like right now, we McDonald's for lunch. Honestly, let's go. All right. Fuck man. At the moral of the story, drugs are bad. Okay. 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 <laughs> That's gonna be the title of this episode. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Okay. Yeah. Make sure to copy the drone. Fucking copyright. Yeah, I'm gonna have to contact her. We'll see how it goes.